I'm an American, but I don't know why nobody believes me. And uh, just guess what is the most often question I get everywhere. Where are you from? And I'm saying, I'm from Midwest. Don't, don't you hear my, my accent? <laughs> That's where I lived 10 years in St. Louis. And uh, I was pastoring a church. And now uh, I'm in the San Diego area uh, on the field. And uh, what I discovered, I discovered that America becomes more and more multinational. And uh, if, let's say, 50 years ago was hard for the whole church to go on a mission trip, today that's possible. Because when you look around in, in your backyard, you have all the nations. And some of them, they're in a, I would say, in a very um, hard situation. Nobody goes to them because uh, either they're afraid, and I'm talking about, for example, Muslims. We enjoy this country, and I believe I enjoy this country maybe a little bit more than many of you, because I know the difference between the country where I'm coming from, and we really enjoy every moment in this country, and we feel the freedom, the freedom which we never had in our home country. Um, my dream always was to become a black belt master, and uh, for that, I gave nine years of intensive training to get my first black belt. And believe me, black belt in the East, it's a little bit different from, uh, from the West because you have to go through about from five to ten years to get a real black belt. And uh, I got my black belt from the hands of the highest uh, master in the world, the one who founded Taekwondo. And I thought that I achieved everything because the black belt, it's a symbol. It's, it means the victory over the power of darkness. But I discovered that I didn't get any power. And even though my disciples look at me as a teacher, because I was teaching them Oriental philosophies, religions, I had to discover in myself that I'm a weak person. And you know who helped me to see myself weak? My wife. I got married with a very nice, pretty girl. Something happened to her after she got married with me. And uh, we really had the European and World Championships in one flat. Every day. And I'm not kidding. Uh, she was not a fighter, but she could use different uh, tools like knives and the, everything that she will have under the, the, the hands. And we didn't know what to do, actually. We thought that uh, somebody cursed our, our house because every time I will go in a trip, and I was traveling a lot in that time, on the third day we always will have fights. And uh, I brought even a Greek Orthodox priest to sanctify my house, but I didn't know in that time but, uh, that the, the hearts has to be sanctified, not the, 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 the walls, because he came with the holy waters. He 
sanctified our house. Then we sat, we, get, we got drunk after we sanctified the house. And I didn't know that uh, something different has to happen to me, to my house. And actually, um, when I got my black belt, I started to look for something uh, more because the promise was if I'm getting that level, I will get to the new level of freedom. I will get to the new level which I did not discover. Actually, I discovered that every victory in sport was pushing me even uh, lower and down and down, and I was uh, uh, falling in my, my sin more and more. In that time, I was leading the Taekwondo Federation, but in the same time, I was leading a mafia group. Uh, praise the Lord that God did not allow us to go deep. We were providing uh, humiliating services for inconvenient people, so the companies will, uh, will pay to us to go and to uh, uh, deal with uh, inconvenient people. So, um, and uh, in that time, I started to um, uh, train a special group, which I wanted them to be uh, submitted in everything. And uh, I got interested in Jesus because uh, I understood that uh, Jesus changed the world and he had a great influence over his disciples. And I thought, he must knew some, uh, uh, he must know some tricks. So let me read the Bible, and I was looking for a Bible to find out what, what was his methods to influence his disciples. Reading the Bible, I did not realize that God started to influence my heart. I came to the point when even I started to pray, Lord, if you really do exist, show me, prove it to me. And I know that that's not the right prayer, but I was very honest. I wanted to know if... Uh, God is a reality. Actually, I was looking more to prove myself that he is not real. Because I knew that I will have to pay for everything that I have done. And uh, that's how God started to uh, work with my heart. And I remember the day when I told to my wife. And they said, listen, um, I received the invitation to go for a tournament for one year. Tournament to Moscow. And I, I will go. And she was uh, begging uh, with me not to leave her. And I left my wife, my young uh, five years child, without any support. And I said, for me, sport is more important than uh, the family. And uh, I left for Moscow. That's where I met my Lord. It was the night, 19 September 91, when I was trying again to read and to understand that Bible. Um, and that night, God touched me in a way uh, I don't know even how to describe. We fighters, we used to live in a constant pressure because every time you have to be ready for an eventual attack. And uh, looking at people, I was seeing uh, not faces, but uh, places where I can punch or kick. And um, when you are in this stage of pressure, uh, you don't know really what does it mean freedom. And that night, God touched my heart. And I realized that actually I was not looking for God. I was uh, fighting with God. And in his love and mercy, 
uh, he touched me in a way that I started to cry. And they went to my friend, uh, and they said, something, something is happening, something is happening. He said, yeah, yeah, something really is happening to you. Uh, he did not believe that, uh, and I, I uh, trying to explain that God touched me, God touched me, because the freedom, the joy which I experienced in that moment, I never had in my life. And I knew that that must be God. Next day, um, I was trying to preach to everyone. I didn't know in that time English, and uh, we had people from all around the world in, um, at that tournament. I knew five words. I was trying just to replace them to make some phrases. But I went like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I was trying to explain to them that Jesus now is my heart. And everyone uh, got scared because uh, they, they, they've seen me... Um, with um, women before, and now talking about Jesus, they could not connect that. On the third day, because everybody was convincing me that uh, uh, I'm not normal anymore, I thought that maybe, maybe I thought too much about God, and maybe there is no God, but uh, I uh, self-suggested uh, myself. Uh, and um, I thought, what am I going to do? If somebody will, will try to uh, kill me, should I um, rely on God or should I defend using my skills? And that day, God allowed a person, an angry person, to attack me with a knife. And he put the knife to my uh, neck, pushing that I began bleeding. And all that peace, that amazing peace and joy came back to me. And I felt like in the next second I will meet my Lord. And they said a verse from the Bible. I didn't know in that time verses from the Bible. But one I remember from a communist movie. And the verse was like this. Don't be afraid of the one who can kill the body but can't kill the soul. I said that verse uh, aloud and that guy jumped away. I was so shocked that the word of God said with faith has power. So now... We have uh, three kids, my wife uh, Svetlana, and three kids. The oldest is uh, Vladimir. He's in uh, South Korea uh, training for a Taekwondo team there. Uh, he is the former world champion. Uh, actually, the, the, the picture which you see is a fake one because uh, kids are taller, we are wider. And... Um, uh, my uh, youngest is uh, Emmanuel. He's uh, 15. Uh, if you'd like, for example, to offend Emmanuel, you'll say, oh, your dad is a little bit taller than you. And he'll say, no way, no way, I'm taller than him. He's really uh, taller than me. Uh, my uh, daughter, Daniela, she um, graduated from um, medical school, and now uh, she got a, a job in St. Louis. So, and... Um, our life was totally changed. But let me tell you how it was changed. So we started with what we knew, with martial arts. Everything that we knew was to fight, and all my life was about fighting. And I was fighting in my family. I was fighting with God. And um, God touched uh, my heart and changed me in a way that the priorities were completely changed. When I came back home and they told my wife, now I'm a new person, she said, let's wait three days. <laughs> After one week, 
She was convinced if somebody could change me, that could be only God. God worked with us in a way that our miracles were happening every single day. I thought that that will be for the rest of the life because every naive prayer God was answering. He stopped to answer to my naive prayers later on, and he taught me different prayers, prayers according to his will. But in the beginning, he was showing miracles after miracles. One time, let me tell you a story. My, uh, I came from Moscow, but I could not visit my pa- parents. They were living in the countryside because the country was without gasoline. Uh, the, the, the buses were not um, actually um, um, moving. So, um, and my wife said, listen, if your God is so supernatural, why he would not allow you to go and to visit uh, your parents? That must be a godly thing. And they said, wait a minute, I did not pray about it. And they kneeled down in front of her, and they said, Lord, help this woman, woman to, to, to believe in you. Make a miracle right now. And um, I said, now look. And the, the, the phone rang. <laughs> and they pick up the phone, and my sister, uh, she said, I'm uh, in the city with, uh, with, uh, with the car. Would you like to go and to visit um, our parents? And my wife said, no, 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 that's a coincidence, that's a coincidence. (laughs) So God was proving his existing in the same way. After two years, she also came to know Christ. But I didn't know what to do with my uh, disciples. In that time, we were more than 3,000 people. And uh, I decided to gather them and to tell them the truth. And they said, guys, we were looking for God We didn't know where, but I found that there is a way, and Jesus is the way. And I thought that they will uh, will scream of joy that they they found uh, together with me the the, the way. But they started actually to mock me. So many times I wanted to show them saying, listen, I still have love in my right hand. Let Let me show you. God, you love them. Let me show you. So, um, you know, God also t- taught me uh, so many lessons with them, but the, the main uh, um, the, the lesson was have patience. And they started to, uh, to tell them, listen, you can remain in your religion. But one thing that uh, we will do, we will start studying the book which uh, actually challenged the whole world and changed the Western world, the Bible. And that's why from today now, we will have a Bible study for every single training. And you are not going to pass to the next level until you will go through an exam. Um, and uh, in, uh, in that time, some of the people, the, the first were in this group. Um, the first one who came to know Christ was uh, my right hand uh, by name Vasily. And... Um, I invited him actually to Moscow before that, and for three days he heard about Jesus from morning to night. But he was a person of peace, and a person of peace is a person who is prepared by God. You don't need to do anything, just go and tell him the the, the word of God. He accepted uh, Christ um, one of uh, those nights, and then he came back, 
And in several years, somebody came from South Africa and counted. He had more than 800 uh, athletes who came to know Christ only through him. In the same year, about 27 other um, instructors like Vasilia accepted Christ. So um, in the beginning, we didn't know what, what to do. We um, started to uh, have camps. And um, at those camps, people will uh, uh, do sport, but they will learn the Bible from five to seven hours. And um, when you see how diligent are those uh, who were studying, and um, when you see miracles of people coming to know Christ, you are more and more encouraged. That's how I'm encouraging now. Um, I used to encourage my church. I'm saying, listen, have you ever witnessed to anyone? And people will say, yes. And uh, have you ever had a person who will say, uh, wow, or will ask questions? And uh, the, the people will say, yes. And what do you feel? And people will say, oh, I, I, felt, I felt joy. Would you like to have more of that joy? Because uh, I believe that God involved us in the business of joy. And that's why he said, I'm, I'm sending you where you didn't work. Somebody worked. And I believe that those somebody is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I sent you just to reap the harvest. And I would like you to have joy with those who worked. And actually, I, I will agree with any one of you if you'll say, hey, can, can you go and get my salary? I would say, yes. I would come, I will fly in to get your salary. Uh, you work the whole month, and me just coming to get the results, that's a very good job. You, do you agree? So that's what God does to us. He does the whole work, and then he sends us just to reap the harvest. And to have that amazing, amazing joy. That's why everyone who doesn't do that, he, he just um, stay away from joy. So um, when we uh, saw the, the, the amazing way how God works through his word, uh, in the beginning we met our teachers, me and Costello Oglichi. And they taught us how to study the Bible inductively. And they immediately reacted, that's the answer. Uh, from our duration. So I immediately counted, oh, we have 11 steps. In order to get to the black belt, you have to go through 11 steps. And we included the Bible study for every single belt. So, and before the people will get their black belts, they will get Jesus in their hearts. And many of them uh, completely a change, a complete um, a change of priorities um, will happen. And people will have totally different um, vision. That's how we send the missionaries. If they don't want to go. <laughs> Kidding. So um, we, we've seen um, so many countries in need. And sport is one of the best keys to get into their countries. Now I travel through Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, Afghanistan. As a member of uh, Olympic Committee, I get easily visa. And you go to the most crazy countries... And they will uh, give you respect. They will give you audience. And uh, always when you are uh, in front of uh, athletes, I'm asking, can I tell them a story? And they will say, yeah. But uh, it's okay if it's from the Bible. Say, yeah, go ahead. And you tell the stories and you look how the people react 
And then you meet with those people who want to hear more. So that's how we started to travel. These are places where I personally uh, traveled uh, in um, Asia. And um, every one of us have the same map with many, many places where we try not only to go, but to start to initiate something, a self-sustainable uh, movement. So here is in my town, um, I went with my church, but uh, the priest prohibited to the people to come to our um, evangelistic service. Then um, uh, we, with Vasilia, we decided, hey, let's um, buy a ram, because we have a custom. Uh, once a year is a big celebration where the people wrestle to get the trophy, the ram. So, and we started to the match in the morning, and because we didn't want for the people just to leave, we'll have one match, um, one testimony, one song, and one short sermon, and then the second, and that's how we uh, kept people from morning to night, and now, praise the Lord, there is a church in uh, that town which is growing and praising our Lord. So that's how we passed the border between um, Tajikistan and Afghanistan first time. Because we figured out that the only way is to go and to do a sport camp. So um, uh, when we passed the, the border, that was the main uh, custom office between Tajikistan in, uh, and Afghanistan. And uh, right at the border, Somebody told me that um, uh, a Tajik was found in Afghanistan with his personal Bible, and he was uh, put in prison because people wanted to stone him publicly. And when I heard the story, I had my luggage full of uh, Gospel of John in their language. But I placed uh, the, the, the books in three corners. In one corner, I put my stuff, and they covered it with my clothing. And the guy who checked he pushed with his fist in that only corner where I didn't have uh, books. And then he placed his hand, but if he would only push a little bit, he'll figure out uh, something hard. But uh, he asked me, do you have anything prohibited? And they said, look. And he said, okay, go. And um, we've seen miracles after miracles. Uh, in that time, all the bridges up to Kabul were made out of uh, Russian tanks. And they said, oh, at least a good use of uh, Russian tanks. <laughs> Russian tanks were everywhere. Thousands of them, they were uh, everywhere uh, on, the, on the road. And uh, that's how, uh, in that time, the Talibs were still in the south part of the country. Uh, the villages that, that, uh, were looking like this. And um, if you would stop, the people will come, uh, will surround you. And we found out that many people were living in holes just with hay, in the winter is a little bit warmer, in the summer is a little bit cooler. And uh, I've seen people who, uh, they could not even uh, keep a discussion, a conversation, if it's not about food. And um, uh, that's how some of the uh, streets of Kunduz were looking uh, in that time, uh, the store boutiques and uh, mall cent uh, shopping center in Afghanistan in that time. So, and uh, dust everywhere. And with dust, uh, some of the uh, terrible diseases were uh, spread. That's how we started the sport club. Um, but um, uh, having breaks and giving uh, stories from the Bible, interesting that when we were telling them that Jesus uh, loves them, 
was hard for them to comprehend that they will say, Jesus is not a girl, how he can love us. So when uh, you'll say, hey, um, uh, you know, uh, you can become children of God, uh, they will say, God doesn't have a wife, how he will uh, make uh, kids. So that's when I realized that how hard it is for those people to, uh, to understand the, uh, the gospel. Then um, we went there for uh, uh, several weeks and we left. But uh, then we were looking who will go, who will go for us to stay there. And uh, praise the Lord, uh, Alex, Alex Tentuk, he's uh, with us today. He agreed to go and to stay. And I was looking at him as a hero because staying in that country, you play with your life every single day. You don't know. Um, he got a, a ticket in, but uh, he never knew if uh, he'll get out or uh, not. So um, he started a, a Taekwondo club, and now there is a church in that place too. Then we continued to go to that country. The last trip I made with my son, um, that's not a Talib one. He's my son the, the, on the right side. So, um, um, and I've seen a little bit of change. This time I was trying to get into uh, people's houses. So the the method is simple. I, I have the best method, I have to confess, is do something. That's the best ma method which I, uh, I, I found. Just do something. But if you would like to be more efficient, come closer to the principles of the Bible, and you'll see more and more of God's work. So the method was to find the person who is interested in the Bible. We call it a person of peace. Then to say, hey, I see that you are interested. How about if we'll have a meeting? I can come to your house. You self-invite yourself because you would like to evangelize the, the family. And uh, in the house, you try to see who is really interested to continue, to continue to discover the Bible, to allow them to see Jesus as we know. Uh, when I went last time, they gave me opportunity to speak to the Olympic team, um, so this is uh, the Olympic team in, uh, uh, in uh, Kabul, and it took me from club to club. Four o'clock in the morning, they were training. Um, uh, here is in Egypt, Pakistan. Um, so when you go to all this country, you see that everywhere God is uh, at work. Sometimes when um, you try to share the gospel and the conversation goes nowhere, uh, usually I'm asking, have you heard about a man in uh, white robes visiting your people? And uh, every time you'll hear, yeah, 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 that happened to me, or that happened to my, my father, that, or to my brother-in-law, my neighbor, uh, witness of that. And you'll say, but uh, who do you think is that man in, in white robes? And um, then you, you start again the conversation about Jesus. You know these uh, nice faces, right? So um, this is in um, Iran. Um, last time when I tried to connect with our people in Iran, I understood that they w were under radar. radar and uh, I understood that um, it's much better not to uh, connect uh, this time with them. So I went and I found the highest uh, master in the country. And uh, I witnessed him Christ. Um, he didn't show a special interest, but I said, listen, um, I'm traveling from city to city. Can you connect me with your people? 
So he arranged in every single city uh, for those Muslims to meet me, to feed me. They were taken to their houses, and everywhere I had the opportunity to share Christ. This is um, the, the high level, uh, high ranks uh, in Taekwondo in Iran. And uh, going from city to city, it's very interesting to see how God works. Let me tell you a story. I, was in a, uh, I found people of peace not in the mosques, but actually in an Iranian bath. Um, I uh, was trying to witness Christ to one guy, and they said, um, listen, um, I'm a student of the Bible, but I started to read Quran. I have so many questions. Can you help me? And he'll say, yeah, how can I help you? And uh, I, I said, listen, I, I, I came across this verse which says that Jesus died and resurrected, and if you don't believe, you go to hell. And uh, what, what, what do you think about this? And they will say, oh, no, 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 you should not believe that uh, he died and resurrected. He resurrected and then died. And um, then you start the conversation, and then you give them the, the, the gospel. But that guy said that time, listen, can you come tomorrow to my office? I said, sure. Next day, I was in his office. He happened to be the president of the company. He stopped uh, the work. He brought all the employees uh, together, and he said, now teach. After I gave my testimony, I presented the gospel, I thought that now they will kill me. And he said, are you a missionary? I said, bastard, yes, I am. And he said, what's your plans for today? I said, oh, I have a meeting at the Federation. He called, canceled my meeting, invited those guys to his office, loaded us in cars, took to his house. In no time, his house was full of people. He invited his neighbors and he said, this guy is a priest from God. Listen to him. That's what I, I'm uh, saying, that when you see the, the, the work of God, uh, you are really, really humbled and thrilled that God is sending you to these people he prepared in a time. So I invited them uh, to Turkey, and now we have a Bible study group in uh, that city. It's, it's amazing. So um, here with some um, president of federations in um, uh, other city, uh, this is Chris. He works with us. He's um, coordinating now in uh, Western Europe the work. And um, uh, I was in one museum when uh, I stopped to talk to a, a girl sharing the Christ, and that's prohibited. In, in Iran, uh, they have special police which will catch, catch you, will uh, beat you up. And um, when I started to, uh, to talk, let me uh, uh, confess, I never uh, really uh, experienced to be filled out uh, with the Spirit when you really lose uh, your awareness and you are full of boldness and you, uh, you really don't care if uh, you'll be killed or not. And it's not about you being brave. It's all about God. And I believe that can happen to any of us. So that moment when I, uh, I was filled with the Spirit, I started to proclaim Christ, and people around surrounded me, and uh, I knew that you can get killed any, any, uh, any moment. But when God is controlling you, uh, that's the most amazing experience that we can have on this uh, earth. And um, here is another family in this house. We have now the, the Bible study happening weekly, and I wish... 
I, I can uh, give you some uh, testimony what's happening now. That's what you, uh, they have in uh, their cars. They have to carry this, this board uh, in their cars. So every, every uh, citizen has to have this down with the USA, down with the, uh, Israel. And uh, some of them, they laugh, but they still have to have it. Some of them to take that uh, seriously. And uh, I saw how the haters is um, really um, uh, pushed into to their hearts. So um, that's a, a small uh, testimony from those countries. Here is uh, Siberia. Um, I went last year to Siberia and um, teaching the pastors, I was trying to convince them that it's a time to go. We acted too much on come. Come to our uh, conferences. Come to our outreach events. Come to our services. But people uh, feel more comfortable on the field. Go to them. Go where people are. And uh, find that person, that person who is open. Start a group in his house. Bring the elements of the church. Uh, uh, if you don't have a mission-oriented church, uh, bring the church to him. And uh, teach them immediately to plant uh, another church. And uh, after that training, uh, they sent me to their seminary. After three days of training, I asked those guys, uh, guys, if we look in the uh, book of Acts, we saw Paul started the ministry with 12 people, and in two years he covered whole Asia, about 15 million people. I said, I did the math. It will take a person uh, up to 10,000 years to do that. He did that in two years. Can you tell me the, the secret? If uh, we will take the same model, you have a, a, a city of 4 million, and you are 37 people, you're supposed to let them hear the gospel at least in several months. Let's see if the next block heard the gospel from you. And we went on the streets, and we didn't find one person who heard the gospel. And I told them, let's look for the person of peace. It takes three months to find. If you go two teams, it's, about, uh, it's already uh, one and a half. Three th teams, uh, teams, it's only one month. But we go 36 people, 37. It's realistic to find him in one hour. And we went. Two of them, they were the smartest. They went to their neighbors. And they knocked at the door and they said, we have this crazy teacher. And he forced us to go and to, uh, to see if you are interested in the Bible. So uh, would you do a Bible study with us? She said, sure. And they did a Bible study. And after that, the guys uh, in that uh, house said, uh, you know, we have to confess. We were the people who broke your windows last year because we hated you guys. But uh, we see that you are normal people. You are not the sectants. And he, they came full of fire that God is uh, at work. So uh, our team of 37 people came back with 12 people. They found 12 people who agreed to start a Bible study in their houses, people who never heard the gospel, but they gave their addresses, and they said, we are ready. When I came back home in one week, I received seven messages, about seven groups who started. And that's what we think that we have to do everywhere, especially in America. He is in Cuba. Last year, I went to Cuba, and I immediately uh, recalled my country, 
in the 80s, you see the, the Soviet style everywhere. You see it's like uh, moving back in time. Um, everything that uh, it's, it's really expensive here, like those cars, uh, it's cheap there. So, and uh, when I saw that the, the um, uh, churches were full of people, but what um, was amazing, I went to a club and I said, guys, uh, can I share with you about um, Taekwondo? They said, yeah, Taekwondo do means the way to God. Can I share you, uh, that portion of Taekwondo? They said, sure. Uh, when I saw that, in, uh, that they have interest, I said, let's meet next day. Next day we went um, in, a, in a field because it's, um, uh, you can put their lives in danger if you speak about uh, God in, uh, in a building, in a state building. And we did a Bible study, a very simple one. They read. I asked them only five questions. They uh, gave the answer. I wanted to know if there is a person of peace in that group. I said, is anyone uh, ready to uh, just to accept this group in their house. Two people said, we are ready. Next day, we went to a house. We have, um, again, a Bible study. So, um, and the people started to share things which I never thought. I never told them those uh, things. They discovered by the Holy Spirit, reading the Bible, that they have to make a commitment and to accept Christ as their Savior. And then I said, are you going to meet um, again because I'm leaving? I brought a guy from the church. Would you be willing to meet again? And he said, sure. I said, let's set the meeting next week. And they said, why next week? Let's do it tomorrow. So in four days, a group appeared. And I strongly believe that there are people everywhere. There are people here in the United States. Because now, just moving to California, we started a group in the largest, one of the largest mosques in the area. And the, the scholar in the Southern California got interested in the Bible to the level that he said, let's meet every Wednesday. And he started to bring his people, and uh, we started reading the Bible and Quran. But the next meeting, he said, let's stay with the Bible. And third meeting, let's stay only with the Bible. And from that time, we studied, uh, uh, we finished just uh, Sermon on the Mountain. And he's thrilled, and I'm thrilled that God works. Just look around. You'll see many nations. I believe that somewhere God saw that maybe we are fearful to go to their countries. And God said, I will send them to your country. And they can be a blessing for us. We're a problem. And I met people who have been living in this country for 20, 30 years, and they never heard the gospel. They've been under pressure in their country. Now they are in a free country. And they never heard the gospel. And we have churches full of people. Who will go to them? And uh, if you will be interested, come and just observe what we do. It's the simplest way to go and to say, I'm a student of the Bible, but I read uh, the Quran. And you can read one verse. It's uh, already enough to step in and to ask a question and then to share the gospel. May God bless you. And I believe that from... From today now, you'll look around and you'll see people. Just start the conversation. Where are you from? That's what I'm getting everywhere. And I'm thrilled when people ask me. 
and you'll find so many people who are thrilled to be asked. Just start the conversation and believe and trust that the Holy Spirit will take you from there. May God bless you.